Hello, this is Steve Thompson, founder of Necessary Good, and you're listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Dream Chasers, this is Amy J, and thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 39 of Chasing Dreams. Can't believe we're already here, but I have another wonderful person to share with you guys, another Dream Chaser who will hopefully motivate and inspire you guys to chase your dreams. And he's, of course, a friend of mine. His name is Steve Thompson. He's a founder of Necessary Good LLC. It's a modern day sock company here to inspire and motivate positive change. In 2014, Necessary Good was born from his passion for socks and his love for helping people. Steve used to be one of those people who had to have his socks to match with all of his outfits, and he found himself investing lots of money into his sock collection. So a little over a year ago, he decided to start his own business, and he also wanted to find a way to make a difference in the world, which is really cool because, you know, we need more people doing that. Socks are the most needed but least donated article of clothing in homeless shelters, and he is working hard to provide local shelters socks through the the Necessary Goods Buy a Pair, Give a Pair program. So the way Buy a Pair, Give a Pair is a business model that helps a person in need with every product purchased. Steve wants to give people the opportunity to buy awesome socks that make a difference. So the goals are simple. They believe in giving back to the people in need, helping spread awareness of human rights issues, through their sock designs, and to be environmentally conscious every step of the way. A very cool goal, if I say so myself. So guys, help me welcome Steve to the show, and let's learn a little bit more about what he's doing. Hey, Steve. How's it going, Amy? How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Things are great on my end. You know, it's been a while, and I see you're, you're making strides to change the world here. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, one step at a time, you know, definitely been uh, strongly focused on, on the business at hand, um, but definitely still have a lot ahead ahead of myself. I mean, you're doing something very cool. You're taking socks, right, which is a neglected article of clothing. People talk about shirts and pants, right, and undergarments. People talk about all that all the time. You see commercials for it. You don't really see sock commercials. And so I'm curious. Was it just your passion for socks? or I mean, how did you even come up with the idea of helping the world through socks? You know, it's, it's, it's kind of unique. It's funny because it's, it's like socks are one of those things where it's, you're either on one extreme. It's either you're just wearing regular plain white socks or black socks, or you're kind of on the other end where you kind of have that crazy socks or you're showing off your socks. Right. And for me, you know, it was largely kind of collective in the, the design. So, like, for me, you know, I used to shop at, like, Urban Outfitters a lot. Um, you should shop at like Nordstrom's and these kind of places, you know, there was a lot of appeal for socks or like they showcase a lot of socks. And that's where I kind of built my interest. Um, and then from there, it was just really kind of transitioning from uh, wearing them to just kind of picking all different kind of styles out. And then more into trying to find crazy socks and matching them with my outfits. So I got to say, I am one who's normally for regular socks, but there's been such a 
influx of designed socks. You know, like I have a pair I got for Christmas, uh, Despicable Me Minion socks. <laughs> and my sister got me uh, R2-D2 and C-3PO socks. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, people are making socks fun and you're doing the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's really what we're kind of geared to do. You know, it's kind of a shift for me because, you know, I have a balance. You know, for me, uh, I grew up um, largely kind of, you know, partaking in, uh, participating in like homeless shelters um, and kind of finding ways to give back. And, you know, for me, that aha moment where I was like, you know, I should really think about doing this myself uh, was one when I f- figured out I was spending way too much money on socks. I was like, you know, I just need to do something myself for, from that perspective. But two is from that also the aspect of just being able to make a difference and give back. And, you know, in working with some of those homeless shelters, uh, I I did find out that, you know, socks are really one of those items that aren't really aren't necessarily donated um, because people use them and they don't want to reuse them. So they don't normally buy socks to give to these shelters that, you know, in me shaping the company, I really wanted to focus it around giving back and, and having an opportunity to create something that when people purchase the product, there will also be kind of the proceeds and a pair of socks given to support the homelessness in the world. So is it one of those things where if I go to your store and you have a website, right? So this is online, guys. Um, and all the links will be in the show notes. So do check it out. It's necessarygood.com. If I go to your website, I buy a pair of socks, then because of your buy a pair, give a pair, do I get to choose a sock or does any a, a pair of socks is given to a homeless shelter? So that's a great question. You know, so ideally the process works this way. Uh, you go onto the website, you make that purchase. Uh, what we do on the back end um, is for every unit that's sold, uh, we pretty much pick a pair of our own choice that we're looking to kind of uh, donate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically we, we match up our sales at the end of a quarter, uh, which is three months. And then we match up the amount of units that were sold and then basically take those units to kind of uh, some supporting providers that we use. Uh, Martha's Table is one of the ones that we're looking at working with and have worked with uh, to kind of be able to donate. And then there's kind of others that we're working with as well to kind of get things started in different places. So do you design your own socks too? Have you just become into become a designer as well? Last time? Uh yes, you know, for me it's uh I've been I've been reading a lot so a lot of like uh fashion blogs, Pinterest has been a great uh resource. Uh just looking, you know, more from fashion and colors and schemes that kind of go together. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, so like I, I definitely design them myself. It's kind of a template that I whip up myself and kind of back together different colors or diff- even in sketching. But yeah, all of them are designed by me. Let's let's back it up a little bit. When you were younger, you know, as a child, a lot of us have dreams and aspirations and things we expect to do. Did you ever expect to be doing things with socks? What did you expect to do? <laughs> Absolutely not. It's weird because when I grew up for the longest, and you'll be surprised by this, I wanted to be a cop. And not to say that being a cop's a bad thing, but, no, you know, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had like the little belt. The little gun, you know, and, and definitely on Halloween, I would dress up as a cop. So, like, for me, being able to protect uh, the world was more of where I, 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 I stood um, versus kind of anything else. <laughs> so, guys, we're not <laughs> laughing because uh, anything against cops. We love cops. They do an amazing job, especially first responders. No, it's just knowing how Steve is. 
It's funny and almost hard to picture you as a policeman. <laughs> yes. Just just a little bit. But I, I mean, can... you're you're a wonderful guy. It's not to say you couldn't. <laughs> Thank you. Now, I, I definitely look back at that and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I definitely wanted to be this. And it's like uh, I think about it. Uh, I've thought about it recently. Um, even going backwards, like I can't. Could I see myself as a cop? And I would say absolutely not at this moment. <laughs> no, but you know what? You're protecting the world in a different way, and those who are homeless, helping them—that's pretty cool. Absolutely, absolutely. So, do you? Is this your full time job, or do you kind of find a way to make this work amongst other responsibilities? You know, right now I'm finding a way for it to work kind of amongst other responsibilities. You know, the, the goal is, you know, um, as we build brand awareness and, and presence, um, that, it could, that, that this passion can expand and become full-time for me. But, you know, at the moment, it's really balancing it with, with life and, and other work at the moment. So is this one of those things where you're trying to figure out how to make everything work? You talk about brand um, brand uh, identity and kind of, you know, growing that. At, did you have a business background? Is this something you kind of are like, okay, what do you think I need to do? Let me kind of Google it and figure it out. Yes. Yeah, so for me, it's a mentorship. You know, I think a lot of it's come from, you know, having the right circle around me that can really help influence um, a lot of uh, ideas and inspiration. I think it's also a large collective people, you know, kind of for transparency, you know, I work with a large uh, tech technology company. To be honest, you know, the individuals there um, kind of inspire me in, in different ways, and they have a lot of different skill sets, so I learn from them in different aspects. And to be honest, you know, just the the idea of being genu- uh, of being able to discover or being curious around what's out there, uh, a lot of it just me taking a, a deeper dive into reading articles on the web on the web, uh, whether it's uh, looking things up on my own. Um, a lot of that's kind of been a huge part of it because I don't have all the right answers, but I've kind of reached out and Googled and searched to figure out what other people have experienced and try to learn from that. And so, you know, you're a growing company, you're a growing brand. Um, I, I assume things weren't all roses. I mean, I'm sure you had some <laughs> stumbling blocks. Was there anything, Many. any any mistake you ran into uh, that you're comfortable talking about that made you think, okay, maybe this isn't something I can do may give you pause. To think, yeah. You want this time to quit. Yeah. You know, you mentioned it earlier. Like, you know, I started the business in 2014, uh, in March, I was super excited, super passionate. You know, the drive was very high. You know, I think there was a, a spot where I lost confidence, you know, and I lost confidence in just, you know, was so worried about people liking the product or, you know, this to me, like necessary good is like my baby. It's like, uh, it was so precious that, you know, I took a lot of what people shared about it very personal. And in that, you know, I felt like I lost confidence when somebody said, oh, they didn't like something or or this was a case. And I think that at times that dictated how much drive I had, whether it was for the next month or whether it was for the next week. And there was times where it's like because of that, because of the communication from other people, there were times where I slowed down and, you know, and I didn't focus on just what I believe and driving off of my own confidence. So I believe that got in the way. And, and I think that, that that's in a different spot now, but that was one of the biggest struggles that I've kind of experienced. Yeah, that's a very hard thing to overcome. I think once you start hearing feedback from people, whether it be a customer, a peer, a friend, family member, what have you, 
we can let those doubts or negativity influence us. It's not to say some things aren't warranted, but it can take a hit to, to how you're feeling, right? Yeah. How do you overcome that? You know, for me, it was... Um it was about one, you know, always thinking back to why, you know, why, why I started, why I decided to create the company, always thinking about the difference that, you know, the work that I'm doing can make when it's able to reach a large audience. And, you know, for me, that was huge, you know, being able to see that and then having people that were close to me really being there to support me, like, you know, that that's kind of like that backbone where it's like, you know what, even though, I may have been at a low point, you know, with just how I felt about where the direction or the lack of, you know, support that I may have had at the time. I, I really just geared towards, you know, being focusing more on the positives, surrounding myself with people that were really going to help me think of how to grow, different ways to position, and not just taking the negative thoughts because you got to realize and 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 we kind of look at it the way that I was looking at it before is like, you know. I'm paying attention to some of these folks, but I got to realize that there's a world out there, right? And it's not just the people that's in the, the DMV area. It's people beyond that. And, you know, uh, a large part is kind of when I do hear some of this stuff, because, you know, I work with some people on Instagram uh, through helping me build kind of content. And, you know, what's unique about it is that every person that I come in contact, contact with really loves the, the 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 direction of the company and what we're what our foundation is built upon and i think for me that builds that confidence but for me it's the constant reminder that we're thinking back to why you started and the people that i want to reach and then understanding that you know i don't want to let them down and in that i don't want to let myself down that's awesome because I, and i hope you guys are um able to also understand what he's saying and how you can overcome your barriers and things, the negativity that you may be facing. Keep the eye on the prize and why you began your dreams initially. You're always going to face the critics, the, the naysayers, if you will. You know, it doesn't matter. If, it, if you believe in it well enough, like Steve does, you got to just follow it. Yes, definitely. Hey, Steve, so you've done this now for about almost two years, almost, right? Um, since you founded Necessary Good. One, why why the name Necessary Good? You know, this was a hard one. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, uh, balancing it back and forth, it was challenging. I think about, you know, some of the necessities in life. Uh, one, you know, a necessity in kind of the world of giving back, being socks. Uh, I wanted to have that word in, word in it. And it was a challenge because the one thing that I don't have in the, the title uh, or my brand name is Socks, and I think that for most businesses, it's like, well, why would you not? Why wouldn't you add Socks in there? For me, it's just really around letting people know that you know these items or the the products that we're selling are, are necessary to yourself, but also to the cause that we have is necessary to the world. So actually, that brings a great point. So because you've left out the word Socks, can we expect maybe in the future to see not just Socks? <laughs> uh, I definitely will expand. You know, I think right now it's just really trying to perfect the the one product that we're we're starting with, and and that is indeed socks. Uh, but I would say you can definitely expect there to be other products, it, and some of them are kind of in the works. But right now, focusing heavily on just making sure that we we have socks as a part of our collection. That's awesome. I mean, I think it's great what you're doing, and the fact that you're 
able to one it it's a profit business model but at the same time you're doing good for others you know and homelessness is such a huge issue not just here in the US but across the country across the world outside of socks cuz i am not educated in this at all are there other items of clothing that are not as donated um i do not know the answer to that i know that um I will. I will say this. I, I will say that uh, socks will be. You know, you said socks. So it will be underwear is the other one. Mm. Um, of course, it's usually those undergarments, so like t-shirts, underwear, socks are kind of the, the deal. Yeah, M- more personal items. Yes. Okay. Okay. Steve, what was one thing in the two years? I meant to ask this earlier. In the two years that you've now kind of been doing this, that you look back and say, I'm really happy that I did this. Did you have a moment where you look back and it was like a milestone for you? Definitely. You know, I think that there's a couple, you know, I think one is um, looking back at the work, whether it's the website, whether it's, you know, um, Instagram, whether it's just the people that I've worked with, you know, being able to see the growth in all of the work that, you know, I've done and the relationships I've developed and built and even from a knowledge perspective, like, you know, how much more knowledgeable I am around, you know, looking into things or being insightful before making a decision. Uh, there's a lot that, that, had, that I've grown in or grown with. It's really in the work, like when you can see, you know, all the, the content or all the things that you've been working on build up and, and see that final product, um, whether it's the final product and having those socks that you've designed right in front of you or on your feet, <laughs> You know, that accomplishment or whether it's in the the social media aspect of seeing how all of the content that you're creating daily or spending all this time creating a scheme for kind of unfold. Um, So it's it's really in the story. That's awesome, because, I mean, you look for the small things to kind of show the progress. And I'm sure you've had many um, like the ones you've mentioned as you're going. What did it feel like? When you made that first order, when you received that first sales, oh my goodness, it was just like yes, like it was a, it was just a moment of like you know, even though it was a, a short period, like where's that first sale? It's that, it's that moment of like you know, my my dreams just starting, you know, and it's it's that moment where you're like, after all the work I've put in, you know, now here's where the good's starting to happen, and where we can really make that difference. After having that moment, that big moment of that first sale, did you think, you know, this is this is why I did it? And therefore, you know, now I'm looking for the next hundred. You know, I think I think it's a balance. You know, I think for me, it's 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 hard as a as a, a company that, that is, of course, looking for profit to some level. For me, it's it's really understanding that or ensuring that my customer base has the understanding or really support what, what the drive is for. And it's really, really around giving back. And, you know, it's really around working collaboratively uh, together, whether it's in purchasing or spreading that awareness. So people that support my cause can 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 continue to purchase the give back and understand that. So, like, I definitely would love uh, to see the sales grow. But I want people to be really inspired by the work and, and the passion that we have around how do we help try to make the world a better place. And for me... The more that I can see people contributing on that level, 
sharing comments, you know, sharing their how they wear their socks, but also telling their story about how it makes the impact. That's where I get most of the reward. That's really cool, though, that people can see that they are helping one pair at a time to to clothe those who are in need. Have you gotten feedback from? Uh, have you gotten feedback from people about what you're doing? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I've gotten, um, you said from, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was asking. So from your customers or maybe even uh, those in the homeless shelter industry uh, helping with that, have you heard back about what you're doing? Yeah, you know, um, I've heard a lot, you know, just from uh, customers. You know, I've had people that I've shared the story with just around the business. Um, and, And definitely when it's tied to, you know, how we're giving back and, you know, we think about those ways where it's the buy a pair, give a pair. We we even recycle. So we re- recycle old socks where, where customers have the ability to hit a checkbox and they can just send us their old socks for free. And basically we work with uh, companies to remanufacture them or repurpose. Uh, and then we also look at giving uh, 10% of the proceeds for each pair to pretty much a, a local homeless shelter. And, you know, that's what people love the most. You know, I've, I've received a lot of positive insight on, on that and even ways to take those programs and make them even better. So, you know, those are some of the things that, that I hear kind of consistently. People gravitate and love the idea of giving back. And, and that's been able to kind of transpire in some of the stories of what customers share. Well, that's awesome. I didn't even know you could repurpose socks. So... If I purchase socks from Necessary Good, um, I can donate a pair and also send you a pair? Yeah, so in that process, before you hit the checkout, you have the, the option to uh, recycle them. And, and in that, we send like a, that just initiates us or lets us know that we need to send a prepaid mailer to you where in return you can recycle. Maybe your socks are just worn, maybe they have a hole in them. And we like to take those back and, and working with a recycling company to be able to repurpose them. Um, and, and when I say repurpose, so any of the texture or textile that is reusable, uh, they'll recycle and repurpose for other materials. Anything that's not, then what they do is recycle responsibly. So absolutely. So not only are you helping those in helpless homeless shelters, but you're also helping the world it, with recycling. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of waste going on, and we're just thinking of ways that we can kind of help uh, be a little bit more efficient in that process. Well, that's amazing. This is the first time I've ever heard that you could even do that. Absolutely. It's definitely possible. <laughs> so are there, um, and, and you may not know the answer to this, which is okay, but are there places that individuals can go to don't, uh, to give back their worn clothes? Uh, there's not specific to uh, a place that I know of that you can go to kind of just go take your clothes back to, to redistribute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that in some communities, they may have uh, those places where you can donate your clothes. Um, and then I think in that process, there's like little bins you can put uh, clothes into. Right. Uh, if, if those are not um, at a purpose where they can repurpose them or use for any use, then I believe they recycle them responsibly as well. Outside of that, uh, I'm, I'm not too certain of any, any other programs Uh, like I just mentioned. That's really cool though. So guys, if you buy a sock, you can always, you're not only donating, but you can also return a sock that may be worn and have that 
uh, help the environment that way. Because Lord knows there's enough uh, landfills with trash and old clothes and stuff there. Let's try and help out in another way. That's awesome. See, did you purposely kind of look for that way or did you kind of stumble into environmentally uh, helping out? You know, it was um, a lot of it it was in research and kind of seeing what was out there. You know, as I was kind of building my business model uh, and identifying the buy a pair, give a pair, um, what what made sense to me was was also something where um, recycling, you know, was was a big part of something that's that we do at my at my job and how do we be more environmentally responsible uh was one of the things going into it that I did have in mind you know I was just trying to figure out how and kind of in some of the research being able to find those companies cuz just like yourself before I started doing the research I didn't know that these companies existed especially for like fabric so for me going into it going into it and being able to kind of uh d- discover some of those things it was pretty exciting uh, and now we're in a spot where we can uh, definitely recycle the items that customers send back to us responsibly. So it makes what we do even more exciting. Yeah, I never knew. I thought you, I knew you could recycle paper, plastic, you know, that kind of thing. But I didn't know clothes could be repurposed, which is a great word, a, a way of putting it. That's I'm learning something new today. <laughs> I learned something new a couple of years ago. Yes. <laughs> you see, before we wrap up. What is something that you would recommend to a dream chaser? Something you would tell them, whether it's a piece of advice, a book, um, something they should do, anything. You know, the piece of advice that I would have it's it's kind of twofold. I'm sorry if I'm stealing a little bit, trying to take give you two now, <laughs> but uh, it's it's gonna it's a lot in uh, reflection, and I think that being able to to daily reflect on the work that you're doing the people that you're reaching or just thinking back on what you'll want to accomplish and just really thinking about how you're making a conscious effort every day uh, to put in that work uh, to accomplish what you're looking to do. And the second piece is just always listen to your heart, listen to yourself. You know, I think that's the one aspect that I learned early on where people may not have had confidence in my product or people may not have confidence in the business being successful, it's only as successful as you believe it's going to be. And when I made that mind shift and, and took a positive stance on the business and what I wanted to accomplish and making time for it, that's when I really found that, you know, it was a, it was a lot more rewarding and there was a lot more ha- happy moments in that journey um, is when I had that confidence in myself. And not to say you tune everybody out, but you, you tune out people when it's not necessary or favorable or positive and sometimes it'll be those constructive but you you have to really understand that when people are trying to help and when people aren't genuine that's the the toughest thing to do absolutely i agree so steve i can't thank you enough for being on the show and sharing the story i wish you guys nothing but the best i love what you're doing the fact that you're giving back to the community in the world in different ways i mean that's awesome No, thank you, Amy. It was a pleasure to be on your show. So thank you so much. And that was Steve Thompson. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing about Necessary Good and Steve's story as much as I did. You can find all the show notes and any of the links we mentioned today 
on the show notes page for this episode over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com slash episode 39. That's episode 39. Until next time, Dream Chasers, keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing. Chasing.